October is National Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Don't stay silent. It's time to speak up all month long. Domestic violence affects millions, both women and men, of every race and religion, culture, and status. It's not just punches and black eyes. It's yelling, humiliation, stalking, manipulation, coercion, threats, and isolation. It's stealing a paycheck, keeping tabs online, nonstop testing, constant use of silent treatment, or calling someone stupid so often they believe it. I, too, am a survivor of domestic abuse, so every month we rededicate our lives to breaking the cycle. If you need assistance or want to talk to someone about domestic violence, call 1-866-331-9474 to speak with a trained peer advocate. This is Terrence. And this is Dalshan. And we are from Two Squares Podcast. And you are now listening to the Chronicles of Divine Destiny. Hi. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Chronicles of Divine Destiny. What? Podcast. Y'all all right out there? Well, all right. Hey, how y'all doing? You know, all that good stuff. You know, I gotta be goofy because it's always weird. Even though I've gotten very comfortable, um, it feels like I'm talking to myself, but I know that I'm not. <laughs> but I'm recording myself, so sometimes just starting off is just weird for me. I wish I could not be awkward, but it would not be me. Because, yeah, I'm introvert and sometimes I'm awkward and weird to people. But anywho, so yeah, I hope you all really enjoyed the last episode that I dropped called No Doubt. It was a great recording, it, of course. <laughs> but yeah, so um, as you all may know, if you follow me on social media, which some of you do and some of you don't, which is fine, but um, I am on a social media fast. I am on a detox. I am on a lot of things because I need to recharge. I need to regroup. And most importantly, I need to reconnect with my Lord and Savior. Um, I've been going through a lot, like a whole lot, and you guys are aware. And sometimes it's just difficult and I mean, I I need a break from things of the world. I need to go through a lot of things. I need to feel things. I need to do a lot of processing. Um, October is always a tough month for me, especially with grief. Um, it's my birthday month, October thirty first. And um, I struggle with things. I struggle with wanting to celebrate. Even though I have things planned, every day I'm still thinking about canceling those things. <laughs> Why? Because I be in my feelings. But I try to do things to celebrate my life because, you know, because 
usually, like I've shared throughout the years, I always spent my birthday with my grandma and, you know, her life has ended on earth and it's difficult for me. And those that really know me know how hard it is for me to plan stuff, even though I plan stuff. I really be going back and forth all the way until we get close up to it if I want to do something or not. (laughs) But I'm so far, I'm going to stick with it. You know, hopefully and prayerfully things don't change at all. So I've been fasting and reading my word and disconnecting from secular music because baby, I'm an emo person. And music be taking me there and put me in certain type of moods. And I was, like, emotionally, like, going through it through songs. <laughs> Everything was, like, woe is me, so sad and, you know, so hurtful. But nothing, like, uplifting. It would be every now and then. But it's like I felt good sulking and being in my emotions and being sad and stuff. I don't know. I just was doing a little bit too much. But now my daily is just listening to worship music and Christian music and things that is um, uplifting and encouraging. You know, I'm learning. So, um, can I be honest? You know I am anyway. I've been so transparent and just sharing just my journey and just everything that I've been going through. As you guys know, I'm dealing with um, not being with someone that I've, I've been emotionally attached to for about 14 years. And it's definitely have had its challenges. Um, I will tell you what I've been learning through the situation that I have issues with abandon I have abandonment issues. I deal had don't deal with rejection well. And those are things I've been feeling so far. And I like attention. I'm not sure I ain't gonna say I like attention. I like attention from men and it's certain attention that I like from men. And it's for them to show me that they care and that to show a vulnerable side of to me or just be you know my love language is words of affirmation and it's just something about when I know a, a man or someone of my significant my significant other whatever cares about me or show care I feel loved or something and I noticed like that's a something that I do in relationships that don't always work out in my favor favor um not only that um I'm learning that um well I'm learning that my best is not God's best and that I go off of my emotions I have shared before hundreds of times about my feelings about things and my last situationship was all about feelings. Um, I definitely was settling. And I say that because, like I said before, my best is not God's best. And I 
I now, I'm not going to say now I see the red flags. I've always seen them, but I overlooked them because of the way that he made me feel. And I can accept that now. Um, You know, I'm not even really sure why I stayed in the thing so long, but I knew probably within, when I think back, I knew within months, like, okay, yeah, this is someone, it ain't even just him as a person, because him as a person, he's not a bad person, but it's where I am in life. We don't see eye eye to eye on that. One you know, I'm a believer and like I follow Jesus. I love Jesus. Um, I want my spouse to do the same thing. And I know me being with him, I will not get that. Will I? And that's why I say he's my best, but not God's best. <laughs> but um, I don't even know if that's really right to say, but I just. I saw so many things <laughs> in that situation that I should have just, we should have just been friends. And that what was the beginning of it. That's what it was. But it, emotions got into it. Um, we both was going through something traumatic in our lives. I'm going through a divorce. He's fighting for a situation like he was fighting for his freedom and stuff at that time. And I feel like we needed each other at that time. But more more of us as a friend, like I should have been a friend. But we both had emotions for each other. Like it wasn't just me, it was him too. You know? He told me he loved me first. And I know from what I know of him, for him to do that, it I had to get him in a vulnerable place. And I know he doesn't like that. And that's another, like, red flag that I'm realizing. First, I want to say, shout out to The Basement, the podcast with Tim Ross, because baby, baby, y'all need to get on it. I just found out about him, like, two weeks ago before I started my fast, and I've been hooked. Um, His platform is great. It's a safe place. I love seeing how vulnerable he is. I love seeing that he's emotional. I love seeing that he taps into things. I love to see that he struggles with his mental health. I love that he's just honest. And um, I love his heart for people. I love the way that he loves his wife. I love the way that he loves his children. And um, I am glad that I am watching him doing my fast because watching him has also opened my eyes up onto my situationship and just everything like I've been going through and like I was saying like you know it was signs there that I should have not even it shouldn't have even gotten this far but I know better (laughs) but I have this thing that I feel like I can fix people with my love and I'm not sure yet where that comes from. And when I find out, I'll be glad to share that with you all. I have therapy this week. I'm definitely going to bring that up because I need to know where that comes from. I feel like I know. 
but I don't know if I'm ready to fully dig in deep on why. But I have an idea probably why. And, um, you know, I've realized also that the type of woman that I am, I cannot be with a man who only expresses himself through aggression. And, um, like I've shared, like Steve is, he's a sweet and he's a kind person, but he's also a street person. And he's that first. And in his life, he experienced a lot of toxic women when he has been vulnerable and been the good guy. So I understand where his hurt come from. I understand why he is the way that he is, but I don't think he really understands why. But I I see it only because I'm in a place where I'm trying to heal and all this other great stuff. And I'm in therapy, so I'm learning about emotions and why people do things or whatever. And, and I'm also an observing person. And, you know, I've heard his stories with women and they haven't really been that great. He's, you know, so anyway, but... He's a very aggressive person, and I've had to share with him a few times. I didn't really like how he say things, but to him, he would say, "Well, I have you have to. I have to let you know I mean what I say." And as I learning in life, because I know at times I can be kind of rough around the edges as well. I can say things kind of harsh. It's not what you say; it's how you say it. And like I know he means well. But he's a product of his environment. He's, and he's not fully doing things to heal. He is in his own way. I feel like some of it is healthy because working out is definitely a great stress reliever. But I feel like he does a lot physically, but mentally he's a lot of things. But he's also incarcerated. With not a lot of help, you know, to an extent, I will say. But they don't offer counseling. They don't have anything to rehabilitate these men and women to come home and be able to function, you know. And I'm not trying to make an excuse, but I do understand, like, where some of his aggression come from. And I'm like, with my history of relationships is that something that I want to deal with and that's like what I've been thinking about lately as I'm on my fast and just trying to detox and have a reset of life like is that something that I want to deal with like do I want to deal with my feelings getting hurt and somebody feeling like you know well that's just me and not willing to I don't even say that because I know it's just so complicated. (laughs) The situation is just so complicated because the thing is, like, when I really think about our situationship, he's just not a bad person. He's not a bad person. He's just had a rough life, a tough life, and he doesn't know how to process his emotions. And... You know, it's just hard because <laughs> he never really done anything to me to like hurt me 
other than stuff recently. So, but um, I can't say anything bad about him because he's just not a bad person. He's just in a really tough situation, and you know, it's not for me to fix him, and I can't do that. And when I look back, that's what I was trying to do. And me trying to do that led us to being in the place where we are now. And I'm realizing that's a pattern that I have. I like to find people to fix them. Um, So to fix them to what I want them to be. So I can be loved in a certain way. And um, it doesn't work. At all. And what's so crazy about it all, not only that, like, I can't say, well, I'll be lying if I say that this is not true, but I was also losing myself in this situationship because I can't really call it a relationship because we never had a title. Even though everything felt like it and everybody thought we was in a relationship, we wasn't. He never asked me. You know, he told me he loved me and stuff, but he was real adamant about not being in anything committed. Um, Where he was. Even though, (laughs) you know, I felt, he felt, I don't know. Even though he didn't, I guess he felt like if he didn't say it, it wasn't real. But we did relationship stuff. Um, I definitely was. I mean, it's no other way to say it, but I was definitely compromising my beliefs in a sense. Um, I wouldn't even say my beliefs because he didn't change the way I believe things, but the way I was acting was not anything that God would be pleased with. Um, I definitely have been inappropriate with him, and I know that's not, you know, God don't want you less than in doing stuff with people that you're not married with. Like, you know, I, I know all the things that I've done as well to bring on what I'm feeling and um you know I was afraid yes I was afraid to fully be honest about like my whole thing like with Christ with him like I told him like he knows a Christian he know I went to church and stuff like that like he knew that stuff and he liked that of course because all non-believers do (laughs) They like to date the Christian woman, but, you know, they don't, you know, want to follow and live the life that you're living or whatever. And, um, you know, I never really told him like, oh, yeah, well, the reason why I'm able to abstain is because I'm saving myself for my husband. I never told him that. I felt like I didn't have to tell him like, because is he ever going to, you know, like... I just felt like I didn't have to. It was a lot of things I really held back on. And God has revealed that, like, to me, like, I would never want to have to, I never want to be in a place where I can't share who God is fully with me. 
to me, you know, because I love God. You don't love God? What's wrong with you? (laughs) I know that was so corny and random, but anyway, like, I love God. Anybody that knows me, that knows my true story and everything I went through, they know and see the change in me. And I've come so far and worked so hard to build this relationship with God to downplay it because I want love. Because I want love. And like, um, It's just so crazy, like, it took another situation where the person left me alone. Because <laughs> God was like, okay, I've shown her this, I've shown her that, and she has not done anything. Now, I've had the same thing happen to me before when I was dealing with June. Seven years of bad luck, you would think I broke a mirror. I know it's superstition, but I'm just... You know, you know where I'm going. And God showed me many times, like many times to leave. And I just was like, nah, <laughs> I love him. I'm a sh- I sh- If I show him that I love him, if I show him that I'm a ride or die, this is the same thing. I did the same thing with Steve. I'm ride or die. I love you. To, like, you know that I love you. It's He's going to change because because he see the love that I have for him. But no. Things that happen, God was like, okay, I see this dummy not leaving. I'm going to make him leave her because it works. And that's what happened. Just like that, abruptly, June left me. And it was hard and hurt. I kind of got through it. But, yeah. And same thing with Steve. This go around, I was seeing, like, all this stuff. Like, okay, Destiny, you need to let it go. You need to be honest. You need to let him know. And I didn't because I'm like, I love him and I want to be with him. And I just kept praying. Let me tell y'all something, how we can be dumb, right? With me knowing everything I know about God and how he knows everything, God knows everything. Just because you turn off the light doesn't mean that he don't see. Shout out to my pastor <laughs> for, for my, the sermon, sermon that we had. And you know, God sees everything, but yet we feel like we could trick him. And I used to say prayers and even though like God knows my heart and people kill me when they say that because he knows your heart and you say it like he don't know. But anyway. He knows your heart, and he knew my heart behind all the prayers that I was asking. Of course, you want your friend or your family or people you love to be saved, but I was, like, trying to ask God to save him for me, not for himself, even though I would say, Lord, save him for him. But deep down inside, that prayer was for me. Fix him for me, God. Make him for me, because this is who I love. Yeah, I tried to convince God to do that. I was like, okay, I hear you. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, I'm learning a lot with this fast, and it's just been challenging. And you know what? It's I have 
a long world to go because it's only it's only been nine days and it feel like I've been fasting for a month already <laughs> because having to deal with my thoughts and my emotions it is driving me insane I ain't gonna say insane not fully but it's like the downtime like right now I am recording and it's like going on midnight and I just just me and my thoughts and God just me and my thoughts and God and I just been like talking to God because I'm not on social media I'm not on my phone my phone is dry nobody calls me if it ain't my mother or Janali or Trisha or Devon or Natalie. I got five people that I know if I don't get a call from, I'm going to get a text from. <laughs> and that's it. And then I have a little sprinkle here and there of family and friends that check on me to call me, but it's not a regular. But those five people, I know I'm going here from. Like, every day. <sighs> and, you know, it's just been tough so you think of me and you follow Jesus pray to God on my behalf that you know I can get through this I know that I can it just hurt (laughs) I ain't even gonna lie (laughs) I wanted to be over with so bad like tomorrow but it's not and what's so crazy I remember sending a text out to um my friend Natalie this week while I was reading my devotion and it came up about I've been reading about David and the one thing that popped up and I screenshot and say then I gradually just go back and read as a reminder it says God didn't always remove David from hard situations but he saw David through every difficult Natalie replied to me was it's a good encouragement and a reminder which I was feeling like that like you know God has definitely been with me right now and every time I've ever felt that he wasn't near is because I was distant and um you know I've just learned so much in nine days. And God has done so much in nine days. But I know that he's not done with me. Um, I do appreciate that I am hearing from him. Because, you know, it's been times I've been wanting to hear stuff from God. And sometimes he just was silent. And, you know, I wanted him to do it now. <laughs> I'm like, Lord, take this pain away. Take this away. But, you know, he's still doing him. He's still working behind the scenes. I believe that. But my flesh, like, nah. And that's why I like to tell people, like, I don't know who taught us as a black community or a black church or just believers in, in general. Tell us, don't question God. Job questioned God. 
And even Jesus, he knew he had to die. Like he died on the cross. He even asked God to like, if if you, if it's there, if there's another way, because I can't say it in the language that he used, Hebrew or whatever. I can't say it in that language. But he was like, God, if it's another way, you know, can, let me. Can I get that? <laughs> because he felt that little distance from God that in that moment, like if there's another way, can I get that? You know. And with that being said, it lets me know that Jesus understands like how I feel, even though I'm not being crucified on the cross and going through as much pain and stuff that he went through. He definitely understands. And he knows what I'm going through. And I know when I get through this, and I'm not saying it will be in 30 days because it's definitely not, but it's a start. (laughs) It's definitely a start. And also, like, you know, what I'm learning is, like, only Christ can truly satisfy. And I knew that, but, like, at this moment, at this time in my life, I understand that. And I know that, and I, I can accept that. That he does. And then I'm looking at my life and that I am doing the work to heal. And I I need people in my life that's going to help me through that process and not hinder me, you know. And I don't choose men well (laughs) at all. At all. I have not chosen a good man. I've chose all right men. I've chose men that were okay, but not a good man I don't need to be stressed and just doing what I've been doing it just it hasn't worked for me nothing that I've done has worked for me so now I have to unlearn all those bad habits and learn what does work you know I am deserving I am deserving of true love. I am deserving of a godly man that loves God first and foremost. That he know so he will know how to love me. So he can be patient with me and not get frustrated with me because he doesn't understand my emotion and not wanna compromise and say, Oh, well that's this is who I am. No. You know, when you in a relationship with anything, you gotta compromise, you gotta I'm just so deserving of something good. And I I hate that I felt like I could not get anything better than what I had. You know? And it's like now I see. Like, you know, when Natalie was telling me at the time she was telling me, shout out to you, Nat. <laughs> Cause you know, she was not here for the foolishness. <laughs> And she's like, "Do you don't you think God has something better for you?" And I was just like, "No," because I was thinking of what my best. Steve was my best, not God's best. God would never give me someone that don't love Him, who don't have a relationship with Him. He would never do that. It's foolish of me to think that. I can't 
pray that into somebody's life. I can't make somebody turn to Jesus because I am who I am. I can never do that. Only God can. And God is not going to have someone for me that don't love him. And I know that. I've been knew that. But I wanted what I wanted. And I wanted God to make what I wanted. To be for me. Because that's what I wanted. I don't know what's for me and Steve down the road. I don't know that. And I'm not even going to try to figure it out. And at this point, I can say at this moment, I'm okay. I'm okay. And I'm good. And I deserve to be happy. I deserve to be on this healing journey. I deserve to be free. (laughs) I deserve to be loved. I deserve to be me. I deserve to be in a safe space. I deserve to be with someone who understands my mental health. I need I I deserve to have a man in my life that will pray with and for me. Who's praying for me? Like that's stuff that I want. And I was like willing not to take that because I was thinking this is the best that I can get. This is the best and it's not It is not. It's not God's best. And right now I'm okay. And I know it's it's a healing process. Because I literally, I plan my whole life around this man. Like, y'all have no idea. Like, I plan everything around him. Like, all the special trips I want to take in life, all of everything, I wanted with him. And God was telling me, nah. (laughs) And I was like, but God, I love him. I want this. You know, give me this. Save him for me. And you know what he did? And I hurt myself. I don't blame nobody but myself because why? I know better. Not I knew. I know better. I know better. And I can honestly say, like, I am not going to settle. And if a man can't be with me through all my oohs and ahs and everything I got going on, if he can just disappear just like that and without a care in the world, that ain't somebody that I need to be crying over or upset over or sad over. I just don't. Who doesn't have patience with me? Because someone that loves me is going to be here through everything. Not when it's convenient for them. Not when they can control the narrative. Not when they can be in full control. Because God revealed that to me as well, that Steve has control issues. He likes to control stuff. And I get where that comes from with him in relationships and with women. Because they did all the 
the controlling and hurting and all that stuff. So he wants to be in control of what happens to him. And that's fine because you know why? So do I. And that has harmed me in relationships in the past. But I'm learning like, you know, I can't do that. But yeah. I'm learning y'all and I'm growing and I know this episode is probably all over the place (laughs) but I like to just share with y'all what I'm going through and right now I'm I'm going through a healing and a resetting and a, a detox and it's challenging and if you know It's just been hard and it's been good and it's been many things, but I am dealing with it. And God is with me every step of the way. And I know that he's with me and he has let his presence be known. Even in the silence, I know that he's here. And I know every promise that he made to me that he's going to do because he's not a liar. That's one word I can trust is God, the word of God. So, yeah. Until next time, you all. Bye. I'd...
choose by myself I pray that you'll choose me I know that it's confusing Please say that you'll choose me Just make up your mind This time This time I pray that you'll choose me Say that you'll choose me I'm choosing happy The real me I'm choosing the freedom I feel when I look in these eyes Say that you choose me I want the say truth that you choose me I'm choosing my